Hello and welcome to the Following Footprints podcast. I'm your host, Serafina, and together we will look at questions many of us have and dig deep to find answers. Join us as we discuss the Bible, current events, and just life in general. Thank you for listening. Welcome back, everybody, to the second episode of Following Footprints. Um, Today we're going to talk about being real. Um, But first off, I've had a lot of questions on why the title of this podcast is Following Footprints, so I thought I'd just share it with you guys. So last week I was listening to a sermon, and my pastor said something like this. She said, Jesus knows the way through the wilderness, we just need to follow him. And so I was just kind of thinking about that, and that really stuck in my head. So I was thinking, and I was like, Jesus walked on this earth as a human and showed us how to live. We just need to follow his footprints, and he will help us along the way. So, yeah, that's kind of the background behind this, and yeah. Okay, so we're going to talk about, um, first off, some things I learned in Kona, Hawaii while I was with YWAM. That was probably one of the best times of my life. Uh, I love YWAM. I recommend it to everybody. You There's there's a bunch of bases around the world. Um, pick one that you like, go there, do a DTS. 10 out of 10, recommend. Anyways. So let's go to a few things I learned in Kona. Um, one thing that I learned, which is really important, and I'm still learning, but is to hear God's voice. And one thing they said is God is always speaking. We just need to be in a position to hear him. And yeah, that's so true. And it's really hard to hear God's voice whenever you are full of guilt or shame. And sin and deception can be like cotton in our ears. So in other words, if if we think that God is just like this big man in the sky with a huge stick, just ready to hit us over the head with a Bible or the stick, you know, that's not somebody we really want to be listening to. So it all comes down to like, what do we think about God? Who do we think that God is? And God is a loving father Yes, he is just, but he's also merciful. And uh, God is so good, guys. Just read your Bibles and learn more about his character. And it'll really help in hearing his voice too whenever you are just in your Bible and reading. And about the sin and deception part, how that can be like cotton in our ears is um, whenever we're full of sin and deception or even just a little bit, Satan uses that and you just need to continue to ask God what needs to change in my life. Even if it's just a little compromise or sin, that can give Satan entry into your life and he is not merciful. He is not like God at all. He will kick you whenever you are down and he will not stop until he has crushed you because he is called the enemy for a reason. He's out there to destroy us. But you know what? We have God and he's he is our father. He will protect us. Just let him protect you. Um, so another thing I learned while I was over there is the power of the spoken word. Um, or the Bible, rather, over strongholds and situations. So speak the word of God when you are down and depressed and your mind will follow your words. Um, which is so true. Words have so much power. They've actually done studies and they've taken two 
two plants identical and they've spoken terrible terrible things over one plant like cursing it saying it's gonna die stuff like that and with the other plant they spoke life over it and was like you're gonna be so beautiful you're gonna grow and you know what happened to the one that they spoke death over it died surprise it died but the one that they spoke life over it actually grew and flourished and that's just such a powerful testimony of what are how powerful our words actually are um anyways yeah so i knew that the word of god was powerful but i never really thought about speaking it out loud before um which yeah i just never thought about it but if you read in the bible what did jesus do when he was tempted by Satan. He spoke the scripture. So let's turn to Luke 4, 1 through 13. I'll just read this out loud for you guys. So Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit in the desert, where for 40 days he was tempted by the devil. He ate nothing during those days, and at the end of them he was hungry. The devil said to him, if you are the son of God, tell this stone to become bread. Jesus answered, It is written, man does not live on bread alone. The devil led him up to a high place and showed him an installment of all the kingdoms of the world. And he said to him, I will give you all their authority and splendor for it has been given to me and I can give it to anyone I want. So if you worship me, it'll be all yours. Jesus answered, it is written, worship the Lord your God and serve him only. The devil led him to Jerusalem and had him stand on the highest point of the temple If you are the son of God, he said, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, he will command his angels concerning you to guard guard you carefully. They will lift you up in their hands so that you do not strike your foot against a stone. Jesus answered, it says, do not put the Lord your God to the test. When the devil had finished all his tempting, he left him until an opportune time. Yeah, so even Jesus was tempted by Satan, but... If Jesus spoke the word of God and proclaimed the word of God, guess what we need to be doing? We need to be reading that word and knowing it so that whenever Satan attacks us, we can actually fight back. And we can use the word of God to do that, which is also called the sword of the spirit. So, yeah, use that weapon. Another thing I learned in Kona, Hawaii was the power of prayer. Um, and while I was in YWAM, I was just, I was asking God, I'm like, God, can you please teach me how to pray? And I had never really understood intercessory prayer until YWAM. And so what intercessory prayer is, is praying for someone else or another situation or just, um, bad things that are happening around the world that need, need God to step in and just take care of the situation. And, Every single week, we'd have intercession times, and it was such a powerful time of seeing people just cry out to God for situations that they weren't even necessarily in, but their heart was hurting and broken for other nations around the world and for other people who were suffering. And they were asking God and just crying out to Him to step in and change those situations and partnering with heaven and asking for an answer to prayer. And that was just so powerful like for me to see personally, because I've never really seen anything like that before. You know, I'd mainly before in my prayer life, 
I've just been praying about things that I was dealing with and things that people around me, like close, like family and friends. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but just keep in mind that intercessory prayer for other situations, that is also so powerful. Don't forget to pray for other things, other people, other situations. Yeah, so just do that. Um, and so I really struggled with praying out loud. And that was a one of the big parts of YWAM was just praying out loud. And I really personally struggled with that. But some advice I was given. So if you guys want to take this advice, use it. I encourage you if you struggle with your prayer life or just praying out loud. So pray like God is in the room because he is. Um, don't pray what you think the people around you want to hear. Because um, that can often be like pride pride rising up. Like, what do these people want to hear? How can I sound more, I don't know, just well-versed? Yeah, just don't pray what people around you want to hear. Um, pray about what God is putting on your heart. Um, don't worry about the fancy words or saying everything perfectly. Um, practice praying out loud. That's a big thing. Just Go someplace where you can be alone and talk to God out loud. That actually is was really helpful for me. So I hope you guys use those tips because they are so good. And one of the most important things I learned in YWAM, which they were all so important. Guys, just go do a DTS. Um, but the importance of reading the Bible. That is one of the most powerful weapons against darkness. And as we read before, Jesus used the word of God to fight back against Satan. So use that weapon. Um, That's where you can know the truth and expose the lies in your life and society. So, and that's also where you learn the nature and character of God. So if you don't really have an idea of what God is like, or maybe you have a preconceived notion that isn't correct about God, just dive into the word and read about what his character and nature is like. Whenever I started doing that, it blew my mind because I never realized God is just so good, guys. Just go read about him. It's amazing. Um, But also, whenever you're reading the Bible, just don't read it like it's just another book like you're just like nah, I'm just doing this because I need to I have to because I'm a Christian I have to read the Bible but actually pay attention to what it's saying and do what it says and we'll look at a verse in James 1 22 and 23 if you want to turn there if you have your Bibles so do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves do what it says Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like a man who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. So if you're reading the Bible and not retaining any of it or not memorizing scripture, it's useless to you. Like, what are you going to do with it if you don't know what it says? So read the Bible, meditate on it. And I think this verse can also speak to identity because the Bible tells us a lot of who we are in Christ. Um, and so whenever you read the Bible, it's almost like looking into a mirror, you know? You're seeing who God sees you as. But if you just forget it and walk away, what good is that? Don't forget who you are in Christ. The Bible tells us who we are. Don't forget it. 
and read the Bible. Okay. Okay, now we're going to talk about just being real. So we all struggle with temptation and we need to fill ourselves with good things like reading the Bible, praying, and having fellowship with other believers. Um, No one has it perfect. No one has it all together. And that's why we need God. It's a daily thing. This isn't, oh, I'll just read. It's Sunday. I need to read my Bible. No, you should be in your Bible at least four times a day. Not four times a day, sorry. <laughs> At least four times a week. Try to get it every day if you can. But that is where our strength comes from. And God, of course. But we really need to do that and get into the word. It's so important. And I'm talking to myself too here, guys. I'm not I'm not perfect. Sometimes I go for a week without reading the Bible and I'm like, oh shoot, I should probably I should probably be in the Bible right now. So this isn't like a condemnation thing. Like you didn't read your Bible. You're a terrible Christian. But just, yeah, read read your Bible, guys. <laughs> okay. So, but yeah, we live in a fallen world where bad things happen. But we serve a faithful God. And yeah, he is faithful and he is just. But when we're trying to hide hurt or questions or doubt or struggles that we have, it really takes a toll on you. And it's really exhausting. And I'm just being real with you guys, like, just bringing it closer to home. I've personally dealt with this, like, I've had doubt and questions and struggles too. I'm human. I make mistakes. But I tried to act like I had it all together. But inside, it was just tearing me up. And that's what, that's what that does to you. And Satan loves it whenever you don't talk to anybody especially God and you just sit there and let that fester inside don't do that that's so bad and it hurts you the most but during YWAM they have this thing called one-on-ones where you can actually sit down with a leader and just talk to them about what you're going through what you've learned what struggles you're having and that's the first time I've really actually done something like that and it blew my mind on how much that helped me in my own personal life and that is so important and it's actually biblical um yeah but whenever I talked about it first to God and then another person who could actually help build me up and who loved me enough to be honest I felt so free and when I'm talking about love me enough to be honest they weren't just listening and being like oh yeah, uh, there's nothing really, it's not your fault, like, things happen, it'll, it'll probably be good, but they love me enough to tell me where I was messing up, but in love, like, they weren't like, you messed up, you're such a terrible person, no, they actually walked me through it and discipled me, and that's such a beautiful thing about YWAM is the discipleship that happens there. Um, let's go to Hebrews ten twenty five. Hebrews. Okay. Let us not give up meeting together, as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. So we're not supposed to be walking this walk by ourselves, living life, doing life by ourselves. 
because that makes us really vulnerable vulnerable for the enemy to come and attack us. We need to be surrounding ourselves with strong, firm, believing Christians who can support us and we can support them too. We're family, guys. We need to pull together and actually champion each other and encourage each other and pull together. Yeah. And last, lastly, I just like to read Psalm 77. One thing I love about this Psalm, Psalm 77, is that we don't have to pretend to be perfect. Who The author of this Psalm He was crying out to God and he wasn't pretending that he had his life all together. No, this is his heart cry. And we can cry out to God and tell him whenever we're hurting and broken. So just listen to this psalm. I cried out to God for help. I cried out to God to hear me. When I was in distress, I sought the Lord. At night, I stretched out untiring hands and my soul refused to be comforted. I remembered you, O God, and I groaned. I mused and my spirit grew faint. You kept my eyes from closing. I was too troubled to speak. I thought about the former days, the years of long ago. I remembered my songs in the night. My heart amused and my spirit inquired. Will the Lord reject forever? Will he never show his favor again? Has his unfailing love vanished forever? Has his promise failed for all time? Has he forgotten to be merciful? Has he in his anger withheld his compassion? Then I thought, to this I will appear, appeal. The years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will meditate on your works and consider all your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is as great as our God? You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the people. With your mighty arm, you redeem your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you and rithered. The very depths were convulsed. The clouds poured down water. The skies resounded with thunder. Your arrows flashed back and forth. Your thunder was heard in the whirlwind. Your lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and quaked. Your path led through the sea and your your way through the mighty waters. Though your footprints were not seen, you led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Yeah, guys, so just remember that You don't have to pretend to be perfect. Just talk to God about your struggles, what you're going through. Be real with him and be real with people. Well, I I just want to thank you guys for listening. I love you guys. Read your Bibles.